Fuck you, Dante. We'll just jump, jump into yep. it. Yeah, we can hear you. Phil, we never have a problem hearing you. <laughs> like, you're the one person I know, like, you can sit across the room. We're going to hear you. Like, you project well. <laughs> like, anyone else that I have on the show, it's like, the, like they get comfortable here, and then they come way back here. No, you can't do that. And, and honestly, <laughs> I'm doing this right now, and it's still picking up well, but I know I got to talk to the fucking microphone. Uh-huh. Where other people they get here and they start getting all comfortable. No, no, no. And then they're talking like that. Get up on that it's mic. Like, no, you got to get on this back. Well, you got to own it. You got to like get those balls, like <laughs> cup them, like you grab the shaft. Cup the balls. Um. So <sighs> it's kind of impromptu, but we're we're what's, here once again. What's up, everyone? It's Dante, uh, off the mats nerdcast. This episode. Phil and I had the pleasure, like, look, this is going to be coming out much, much later, so you all hopefully have seen the Batman. If I really wanted to be a jerk, we would have recorded this, like, Wednesday, <laughs> after we saw it on Tuesday, and then yes. gave away all the spoilers, yeah. and then released it on Thursday. We got to see it Thursday. the night before release, because yeah. we're special like that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm texting people, talking about, like, yo, you got tickets? I'm like, baby, I got, I've had tickets. I'm going Tuesday night. When you going? <laughs> oh, you're going Tuesday night? How are you going Tuesday night? Like, no way, yo, don't worry about my power, son. Like, like I bootleg it all. Um, I was gonna go on Facebook and just start like spoiling it, just to make people mad. Oh, that's evil, dude. <laughs> it's not like it's Star Wars. It's like so. I, I don't know if there's really anything that I could even like. There's stuff that was cool, but it's like, is it really like being upset spoiler wise about it? Well, they did they, do some story changes that were significant. But what I'm saying though is like, is that a spoiler though to tell someone, okay, this is different? Like, not really. I like. There's some movies where you know, like, like, like having, having to see No Way Home. Yeah, there's definitely spoilers in there. You don't want to give away. Yeah, um, you know, Spider-Man. most most Star Wars, mm-hmm. spoilers. Um, at this point, most MCU films, there's spoilers. spoilers. The Doctor Strange, there's going to be spoilers for that. So for things like that, it's like okay, you don't really want to talk too too much about it. Help, I mean, Scream, you know, mm-hmm. that's another one. But it's like Batman. It, it, you know, again, something cool, like if there, if there was like a, a, you know, mystery or, you know, something that was really cool, like you don't want to ruin the ending type deal. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But otherwise, it's not too, too much that I felt like, oh, well, you know, you don't want to spoil that because, I mean, it was all just a really fun movie overall. Um, So as we usually do with any of the Marvel shows or anything that we do here, Phil and I, we're going to go down with the good, the bad, the ugly. And then we'll just kind of talk about it. We're kind of on some short time here. We're about to watch the uh, UFC fights in a little bit. So we want to make sure that, you know, we give time for the guests to get here. And, you know, because I think Sarah locked the door. I think so, she said she did. You'll have to listen to the door. I, no. I, um, maybe I should make sure I'm paying attention to my phone because my Good neighbor call. is coming over. So I want to make sure that they're – I mean, we've got enough time. I think they tend to come over a little late. So, okay. And this is – Going to be spoiler heavy. You're not worried about avoiding no, things. I'm, I'm not okay. worried about them. All right, cool. <laughs> like, look, if y'all no, no, I'm not talking about for the listeners. Oh, no, no, I know. I'm not worried about them. <laughs> if y'all don't want spoilers and bounce, y'all know what to do. Y'all know me. Ninety-eight, ninety-nine. Like, no, I'm not even giving you a countdown. <laughs> you know what? I, I, spoiler. Here's a spoiler. Batman is Bruce Wayne. <laughs> hope y'all weren't. I hope y'all weren't counting on not knowing that. Um. So the good. Well, no, no, no. I'm sorry. We got to give a score. Or, or, um. I have I plan to see it hopefully a, a second time tomorrow on Sunday, but we'll we'll see because this is a Saturday after release that we're recording this. Um, Still need a score one through ten. <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I'm going to say uh, eight point five for me. Okay, I, I, I'm in that pocket. So a little bit under what Spider Man was for me. Spider Man I had it a nine point ten, nine out of ten because it's no, like a nine point ten. Damn, so relaxed. Nine, nine out of ten for No Way Home, but but I'm closer to that character and. There was a lot more direct fan service in that movie than there was in this. Um, yeah, I, I feel like this this was fun. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, and I didn't feel like there were any points that I was like, "Oh, come on already." Yeah, it was it was what just shy of a three hour movie, and mm-hmm. I didn't feel like I was there too long at all. Like it was yeah. like, oh, it was just like watching the Lord of the not not just like watching Lord of the Rings, but the same mentality where you're like, I don't feel like I've been here for nine hours. Yeah, I don't feel like I've been here forever. 
Um, so I was struggling with time, but it's only because being a parent, I'm away from my kid. Yeah, that's um, true. Like, you know, I had a babysitter. I'm so. completely irresponsible. I do not have kids. Like, so. yeah. Trust me, I have kids <laughs> and I'm very irresponsible too. But I, I was also kind of freaking out because I was like, okay, when's this over? When's this over? I got to get home with my kid. Yeah. Like, I really mm-hmm. want to see my kid. Um, because, you know, Dante loved the kids. Um, <laughs> I, I would say I would give it about an eight. Okay. Um, yeah, it, like I, I definitely did. There's nothing about it I didn't like. I enjoyed the movie thoroughly. You know, whenever it, it, people score things kind of weirdly, mm-hmm. you know, and everybody has their own judgment of how you score things. Like when we rate the beers for Clompton, mm-hmm. if you get a six from me, that's good. Yeah. That's a okay. really good yeah. score for, for me. Yeah. Well, you know, if I give you an eight, like, I, I, you know, I'll buy that beer all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, but, you know, so when I say eight, some people are like, hey, that's it. Like, yeah. no, eight's actually really solid. Yeah. So for me, like, this is like a B plus, A minus type of yeah. movie. Yeah. It's like, you know. I only have nitpicky stuff to deal with. And there's one thing at the end I didn't like, but I can see, I understand why they put it in there. Um, I mean, for me, if, if I give it a score like an eight, I'm going to buy it. Mm-hmm. Anything yeah, under eight, I'm probably not going to. If it's under eight, I, I wouldn't purchase it. I'm so. definitely going to buy the art book for this because I already saw it on Amazon coming out later, and I definitely want that. Phil, you're such reasons. a nerd. I, of course. <laughs> that's why this is the Nerdcast. <laughs> no, well, no, that's cool, though. I mean, it's like... I, I love I, the design stuff. So It's like, I like seeing it, but it's like, for me, it's like, I see it once. It's like, oh, that's cool. So are you, just as a quick aside, are you interested in the HBO Max shows that are going to spin out of this? There's two of them. What's the, I know Penguin. One of them is going to be the, focusing on the Penguin. What's the other? And the other one's going to be focusing on Arkham. They just mentioned it. Uh, they just dropped that this week. They didn't. They never said what the second one's going to be about until this week after the movie came out. It's going Possibly. to be about Arkham Asylum. I'm I'm interested in that. I'm um, interested in both, but like I couldn't care less about Cobblepot. But it's it, you know it's one of those things where it's like I don't care, but I'm still like my, you know my ears to the ground. Uh-huh. I'm listening, but I'm not tuning in religiously. Uh, um, okay. Whereas you know like with the Disney Plus shows. I'm there every Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Wednesday morning, I wake up, I'm there. Uh, you know, and, and the thing is, that's not to say it won't change. You know, mm-hmm. maybe they'll do something really fucking cool, and I'm like, oh, I'm in now. You got my attention. But at this point, it's like, eh, I'll, I'll hear about it now. I'll check it out. Like Peacemaker. Everyone loves Peacemaker, and I, I've started watching it. I and, haven't started it yet. And I'm enjoying it, but it's not something that's must-see TV for me. Yeah, same. So, uh, but Arkham. I am heavily interested in that. Probably because you know Arkham is especially with the twist they put on the story in the the new movie with that. So I'm very curious how they're going to play it. So, um, but yeah, I'm interested in that. But uh, yeah, so we got an eight point five, got an eight for me. Sounds like a solid film. Y'all should go see it. And that's that's it. Wrap. Thin. We're done. (laughs) Definitely, you should see this in the theater. Um, you should just see it. You're fine to see it. You're you're fine to see it anywhere. Yeah. Like you, you, you can see it in the theater. It was really cool in the theater, but you're fine to see it anywhere. But I'm also that guy that's like, look, as long as I can fucking see the movie. I'm, I'm a big excited. theater fan, so I like going to see stuff for the experience. No, no, I get that. I get that. I know that's not for everybody. It, so. It's not for Dante. But I do appreciate the ticket mm-hmm. uh, for, oh yeah, uh, you know, that that was, uh, <laughs> was my belated you know, j- birthday. just <laughs> mentioning it at all, period. Because when, when we were talking about it, you, like, you're kind of like hinting at it. Like, so what if, you know, we had early tickets? Would you be interested? Well, I know you were generally going to shy away from going to the theater. Well, Unless I would have seen it later. Yeah. It, 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 I wouldn't have seen it like open a week. It would have probably been like in a few weeks on a mm-hmm. Wednesday morning. Uh, when you had time. Or yeah. Because yeah. Yeah, that's really where I am with movies. If I'm going to go see it in the theater, it's going to be at a time where I know I have freedom to do it and there's going to be minimum people there. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, um, you know, the only movies that I'm trying to see like right away, Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. I saw Spider-Man. The heavy spoiler stuff, basically. Yeah, because I'm. Yeah, are you going to see Morbius? I am going to see Morbius, but it's going to be a couple weeks down okay. the road. I'm I'll not, see Morbius probably as soon as I can. Like I'm not going to uh, see it opening weekend. I just, and I think it's going to be a really, really good movie. Mm-hmm. I'm just not in a rush to go see it where I got to you know make other time yeah. and and arrange like my you know my night. Yeah. I'm so. curious what the spoilers are going to be for that movie because it's kind of I'm kind of on the fence. I was trying to see who's messaging me because you're here, so it's not you. Yeah. Um, I thought it was Mark. So I'm like, put him on blast right here. They read his message out loud. Dante, your Mark, eyes, I'm disappointed you're not going to be here if you ever listen to they're, this. They're like the I was desert. I hoping to meet up with you again. Dry. Um, no, it's uh, does he listen to your stuff? He yeah, does, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Um, Mark, you should be here. I'm disappointed. I, like I don't know how often, but I know I know he listens to some some episodes. So thank you, Mark. I appreciate that. Um, all right. So good, the bad, the ugly. Let's get into that. So um, what's the good? The good. Uh, I like the interactions with all the characters. I think uh, the relationships really work. I think the acting was solid, and of course the special effects are top notch. It's Warner Brothers dumping money into one of the biggest franchises they have. Of course. Um, I liked the Batmobile better than I expected to, because I went in with a lot of people thinking the Batmobile is eh, it's just basically a souped-up sports car this time, and they they give it a lot more credits with how they sh- it's because of how they shot it, and um, what they focused on with the with the shoot for the car. I think it was really well done. Um, I like the story changes they made um, with uh, the background for Bruce's parents, and yeah. I I liked uh, I liked the fact that. Alfred got hurt and he couldn't be there for Bruce and Bruce had to, and the interaction between Bruce coming at Alfred, angry at him for keeping secret from him. And then Alfred explaining the, what really happened with his parents. And so Bruce finally understanding, I love uh, John Turturro as Falcone. And, um, and despite the changes in costume for Riddler, I end up really liking Paul Dano. I, he didn't, I won't say he stole the show, but he was a really strong pick for that for the Riddler. And the costume changes they made because of what he did in the end made sense for him garnering followers to be masked and be just like him. It was very much a, a, a John Doe Seven vibe or a um, like a modern terrorist yep. idea. And it, it, he still got to play the part of Migma, wanting to reveal that he was behind everything because he he allowed himself to be caught and said, "Hi, this is me." I'm behind everything, and you're still going to lose. And then he was still upset like Nigma would be when he did eventually lose at the very end, which was cool. which was cool. You saw him kind of breaking down once he was trapped in Arkham and couldn't get out. Yeah, yeah. I'd like that they. Is, I was trying to figure out where they're going with it because mm-hmm. I was excited. There was like the semi ending, and then oh, is this the end of the film? No, we're still going to go. And then they did it again. Where is this the end of the film? No, we're still going to show you more. Um, so. like when they announced. Riddler as the villain. Mm-hmm. I was excited because I've been like, dude, yeah, we haven't seen like a Riddler on film since Jim Carrey. We're in a world right now where we could use a good dark, like Batman film mm-hmm. with a Riddler uh, as the villain. Mm-hmm. You could do a lot of psychological stuff there. Yeah. I was like, it's time. And then when they announced, I was like, oh yeah, my nipples are hard. Yeah, like you can cut fucking glass <laughs> with my nipples. Um, but yeah, I definitely liked. I think with Paul Dano. It's like once the reveal comes out, once you know he reveals himself, mm-hmm. I think that's where he got like I fell in love with it at that point. Yeah, when they get him in the coffee shop and he, yeah. he kind of just smiles, you see his face for the first time on camera because throughout the first two thirds of the movie, he's in a mask every time. You yeah. don't see that it's Paul Dano. Um, that and then also then uh, him and uh, Batman talking. Oh yeah, interaction in the cell. That, was, that was great. I loved every bit of that. And like, the fact that they switched what the trailer cut around to where the dialogue they changed the dialogue around so he doesn't necessarily reveal that Bruce is Batman to everybody. Yeah. Um, like my, the good that I have for it is I love the cast. Mm-hmm. The like, I don't know. It was just something about everyone's chemistry. Yeah, it worked so well i think kravitz really played well off of uh lenny off of, off of pattinson um <laughs> zoe zoe kravitz. um she's gorgeous man dude, like <laughs> she's beautiful but then watching her in the movie it there was just another level it was like yeah, oh my they god got to do all like, the costume changes with her which were really cool it's so. like i was just blown away but everyone as 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 a cast chemistry was amazing mm-hmm. it was like Everyone played off of each other very well. There's no point where you felt like this is awkward. You know, yeah. they're stumbling or, you know, the, the, like, what's the point of this dialogue here? Everything had purpose. And and that's what I like. Because if I'm going to watch a movie that fucking long, don't, don't give me filler. Mm. Like, make everything have meaning. And every step of the way, it felt like everything had a purpose. Everything had a meaning to it. And by the end of it, you know, we talked about it afterward. And I just felt like, damn, dude, like. I, it, you know, I could sit down and watch this shit again right now. Mm-hmm. I liked it that much. Um, and the weird thing is like, well, you only gave it a fucking eight. Okay, yeah. You'll get to my ugly, my fucking bad. Yeah. Fuck all the way off. Right, well, Colin Farrell, the fact that I couldn't tell it was Colin Farrell at all. 
no accent, yep. nothing. He looks so different. He acts so different. I kept trying to like, as I'm looking, I was like, yeah. come on, there's got to be something. There's, there's something like, that shows Colin Farrell in there. Like, there's nothing. I'm like He's looking so at the good. eyes. I'm like looking like, <laughs> fuck, there's nothing. You never tell. This, this dude like nailed it. All right. But like good on, you know, the, the uh, costume design and makeup design. Mm-hmm. And I, I will say this with um, Robert Pattinson. And, I mean, in the bulk of the movie, he's in the Batman suit. This mm-hmm. is what the movie was. It's mm-hmm. Batman. It's not like all the other ones where, you know, you kind of have a dual split. Yeah. There's where it's not like, really much Bruce Wayne in here at all, which which it, I like. Which is, because, it works for the story yeah. and it works for some of my bad later on. Um, I, I like it because, I, honestly, just the look, like the looks that I was seeing of him as Bruce Wayne, I really wasn't feeling that. Mm-hmm. But I'll get to that later. Yeah. But I, I really did like him in the suit. And yeah. another thing, too, that I enjoyed, you get it very early on when he's approaching part of the score yeah. was the, the footsteps, the boots. Yep. Mm-hmm. I was like, God damn, that's so good. The other thing that was good for me was him working a crime scene with Gordon. It's the first time we've seen in a film him doing any real detective work. Mm-hmm. I mean, Keaton, back in Keaton's Batman, you got to he you got to imply hints of it, but that was it. Here you actually got to see him work a crime scene. The, the lenses he has in his eyes to photo Dude. to photograph everything was such a brilliant thing. That You're shit thinking was so good. either has an eidetic memory where he can identify everything because Gordon's not letting letting him take anything from the crime scene. But when he goes back to the back computer to the cave, he actually takes lenses out of his eyes that photograph everything. It was awesome. Yeah, I, I like that because when I saw him doing, I was like, "What the fuck is he?" Oh yeah, my he's, god, he's watching everything on purpose. That shit is wild. So um, I love the fact that they um. It's sort of the, the tr- more traditional grappling gun that he has. It's all built into his wrist gauntlet, so he can mm-hmm. use it. The grappling thing is either for a grappling line or as an offensive weapon. It's really cool. Um, yeah, I, I think everything about this was good. It, it was, mm-hmm. like, really good. And that's the thing. The question became, um, you know, what's what's it going to be like having him as Batman? Because that's always a question. Anytime you cast someone as Batman. Somebody new, yeah. It's like, oh, like they're going to do a terrible job. I was like... And he's been typecast by the general audience as being Edward from Twilight. And that's so. unfortunate because he's been in a lot of Yeah, really he's been in a lot of other stuff that movies. a lot of people haven't seen. And he's an amazing... Yeah. Pattinson's an amazing actor. Yeah. Twilight was just for him to get money. I mean... I mean, that's and for him also, to get known, yeah, basically. he was he was younger too. I mean, you take you know, you, and he was also in Harry Potter too. Yeah, so. well, that's what I'm saying. It's like you you do the roles that come to you. you like, mm-hmm. who are you to say? Well, I don't want to do that. It was like, yeah. when you're like, trying to get known, you're trying yeah. to make some money. You're going to take some franchises that well, I mean, will make you famous, but not necessarily. And that's the thing. Everyone's like, will like harping about. Oh well, he, the vampire from Twilight's going to be the new Batman. Yeah. Get out of here. That's because that's all they like, know from him. Like, and sad. Because he's done a lot of stuff. You know, it's, it's, you know, again, unfortunate because people, the people who are saying that are the people who are the same ones that say, well, jiu-jitsu wouldn't work in the streets. Meanwhile, they've never been in a fucking fight in their lives. <laughs> Those are the same people who never seen another fucking Robert Pattinson film. And they've never seen a Twilight film. Like, okay, so hear me out on this. Don't fucking come at me because <laughs> I'll open hand smack anyone. I didn't hate the Twilight films. I didn't love them. Mm-hmm. I didn't hate him. It, there, there was something about him. It was just like it's like um, wait, when you're eating, mm-hmm. it's not nutritious. It's not doing anything for me. You know, it's not giving me energy. But it's you know kind of like that, just like cheese curl. Like I don't particularly like cheese curls, but I don't hate cheese curls. But I'll eat them because I'm hungry. Uh-huh. That's how Twilight is to me. <laughs> I was watching Twilight. And I was like, I never saw them all. It, it's well, yeah. so. I saw the first two. I, and I was think like, eh, checking out. We saw, so Sarah got the DVD for the first one, maybe mm-hmm. the first two. I think I saw whatever was left in theater with her reluctantly. Okay. Um, it, was she a fan of the books? Yeah. Yeah. And, and me going into the movies watching them. Oh, I was just there to fucking heckle. <laughs> I was not uh-huh. there to enjoy. Uh-huh. I was there like, what the fuck is this? They were super big films, man. Yeah, they were. Yeah. They were, but I, I you know, there are a lot of big films that I still yeah. talk shit about. Yeah, That's yeah. all big shit. And uh-huh. it's like, and they're like, well, where's your writing credit? In my nuts, bitch. Like, <laughs> that's why I'm going to have a kid. Um, like, no, they, she's pretty fucking smart, that kid over there. She's reading this shit now. She's just wild. Although she lost the iPad for the entire fucking week. It was like, she yeah, when we're I talking about you. Yeah, yeah, you. Um, like, yeah, keep watching the fights. Tell me who wins. Um, no, no, no. Shh, shh, shh. We're <laughs> recording, baby. 
Um, that was an open invite to come get involved. Um, but you know, like the Twilight films weren't terrible films, and that's the thing people just like to judge off of. What well, was a chick flick? Yeah, it was. You're right. Yeah, yeah. You're right. I mean, that's the target audience for the books. Yeah. I mean, I mean it, like I said, I don't think they were great. I don't think they were terrible. Is like if, if you're bored, check it out. Just like yeah. the target audience for the Blade movies are guys, and those yeah. are vampire movies. Yeah. It's like, oh my goodness. Wesley Snipes, those are definitely aimed at, at male audience. Yeah, it's like, come on, dude. Check your privilege. I've been wanting to say that all day to people. Check your privilege. Dante's going to cram it in there. Like, I was at work today. Somebody said some shit, and I looked, and I was like, let's check your privilege. <laughs> I was like, like, get out of my face. Uh-huh. And I, I don't even know what we are talking about. I Honestly, I, I legit checked out. They were complaining about something. <laughs> I gave them. Dude, the, I don't know how you deal with that. I gave them the because you got to get so many complaints at that job. <laughs> no, I don't. I actually huh? get a lot of compliments. Oh, okay. Because I because I turn I turn on a company. As soon as they complain about the company, I'm like, you're right. <laughs> they are so these corporate greedy bastards. All, they don't care about you, but you know what? I care. I care. And I'm going to do what I can to fix this for you, but they don't care. Dude, so, you're uh, good at your job. <laughs> And I tell him, I was like, I'm going to do everything I can with him. And I, I choose these words carefully. I say, within my power. <laughs> Which is like a very small amount. I don't have no power. <laughs> like, and what, what that means is as soon as they walk out the door, I'm going to close their file and move on with my life. <laughs> and they call back the next month like, so did you get that thing fixed? I'm like, what? Remember we talked about that thing? What? <laughs> like, remember it's me, Cecil. Who? Like. Who are you, dude? Fuck out of here. <laughs> Like I, that's why they tell us to write notes, but I'm not writing some of the notes that I should be writing. I'm not gonna write because then my bosses go back and read that shit. They're like, mm-hmm. the fuck you promised him like six months free rent, like Ooh, six months. Nah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't do no shit like that. Every time I was like, look, man, I can't do nothing about the increase, but I'll give you a twenty five dollar gift certificate. Hey man, <laughs> that's ma- something to McDonald's. <laughs> to McDonald's. <laughs> I still got some of the old uh, McDonald's gift certificate books. Nice. Like, I haven't seen one of those in years. Pass those bitches out at Halloween. Little kids get excited. Then you realize these shits are expired. They expired in fucking 86. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Dude, I remember my mom used to get those big coupon books. Yeah, we used that shit all the time. That shit was currency. Was yeah, that shit was like, that shit was worth more than a US dollar. Like, I go out there. I, yo, I was living large. Right? I was like fucking uh, the dude from Monopoly. I was rolling around like making it rain at McDonald's. I'm about, yo, give me three small fries. <laughs> Like especially you know, when when they do the uh, McDonald's Monopoly, you oh, pull yeah. like the tickets. Uh-huh. Um, we used to go to the old folks' home because they had the joints in the newspaper. Oh. So we go grab those. We peel the stickers and get all like the free cheeseburgers, fries, nice. and sodas, and we sell them to people. We, <laughs> we like we sell them for a dollar, nice. a dollar for a set. Oh, so, nice, nice. All so, right. Well, well, we're a hustler, son. We was making bank. Um, all right. So, what's your bad for the film? Um, my bad is, um. Some of the costume designs, and I can pass this off, is because these are all supposed to be evolutions of the character. Mm-hmm. It, so I understand why they did it. Um, uh, this is supposed to be, they even mentioned at the very beginning of the film, it's year two of doing this. He's only been doing it for a full year. So these are not necessarily the final forms of any of the major characters. So, like, I was more okay with the Batman costume design than other people were, but the Catwoman design, I don't like her mask. It's meant to be more of a thief mask. They do give it kind of a cat ears look, but it's not like a. The final form for, um, I, I will say with the Batman suit, I, uh, I enjoyed the suit, but for this being a second year, I didn't like that. Okay, you thought it was too evolved or too? I, I thought I felt like you know this is maybe maybe three four years down the line okay. type suits. Okay. Uh, two years in, it, it, you you've read a uh, year one or not yeah, year yeah. not year one um, year two? Um, or Earth Earth one. No, the I Earth one books. Yeah, so you kind of see the evolution of okay. the suit. Um, at that point, because he like Earth One, uh, the uh, Volume One, it's mm-hmm. not really you know it's him kind of even... learning the ropes, and then Earth uh, Earth One Volume Two, you know it's a little bit yeah. better and so forth. Because so. even back in the old the older comics from the eighties with um, Frank Miller's writing for Year One, and then uh, mm-hmm. when they wrote Year Two, you saw evolution of the character a lot, and then even yeah. in more modern comics with uh, Snyder and Capullo, where they did Year Zero. Yeah, and they yeah. went to more modern comics from that. You saw a definite yeah. a market evolution and change in character, in character and costume design. Yeah, I mean, but I agree with the others, like especially the Catwoman. Yeah. Like that that bugged me, but I understood mm-hmm. it. Yeah, but it so it's me. bad for me, but I understand why they did. The other bad for me, and I'm this is something I'm not in the fence with. The one time that he and Gordon 
like actually screw up when they're interrogating Penguin. And Penguin mm-hmm. says, you guys are morons. Don't you understand like Spanish language, what this really is? And the dialogue went so fast that I couldn't pick up on all of what he was saying. So I, that's another reason why I want to see it a second time. So I disagree with them. Uh, I like the fact that it shows that he and Gordon don't have their system down yet. Yeah. Like, he's still learning as a detective, and Gordon's still like a lieutenant. He's not commissioner yet. Not even by the end of the film do they label him commissioner yet, even though the commissioner dies. One commissioner dies in the middle of the film. They don't name Gordon as the new commissioner yet. I imagine that'll come in a second film if they do one, which, of course, they'll do. Yeah, I'm I'm certain. Yeah. But anyway, um, the dialogue, my main fault with that is the dialogue goes too fast. Like you need to explain to the audience why they screwed up because it's not it's not necessarily very clear. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Um, and Penguin calls them out on them being you guys are morons. Why? Why didn't I figure this out? And I'm a criminal. Like why? Why aren't you two detectives figuring this out between Batman and Gordon? So well, that's one scene. Because he's a criminal. That's yeah. Why. So I'm on the fence with that scene. Like I understand why they did it. Show he and Gordon are still working things out among themselves, but. I think that it just was a little bit quick paced for what they were trying to do. Yeah, that that was kind of an odd. I don't want to say slip up, but it was yeah. an odd thing. Just because that's when you the consider, oddest scene in the movie to me. When you consider it's nearly three hours long and everything mm-hmm. was fucking airtight. Yeah, it's pretty. And that was a scene slipper. that wasn't quite airtight for me. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, that that bit of dialogue was a little uh, just bizarre but it fit for the moment because it went so quickly mm-hmm. it did fit but then yeah i'm guessing that's why they went fast-paced with the dialogue just to get it out of the way mm-hmm. but i wish they would have slowed it down a little bit so you could have better understanding no uh any other bat no that's pretty much bad. there's one ugly thing but that's for ugly oh, we'll get the ugly in a minute um so my bad costume uh and like the i said costume. i felt like i i like the costume don't get me I wrong heard a lot of people complain about the collar I don't mind that so much because that makes sense. It makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Like he I mean, wouldn't have the free reign. It's kind of like the, the Bale evolution between Batman Begins and Dark Knight where he, the first iteration of the costume he has is way more armored and it's harder for him to move. Yes. And by the second film, he realizes I need to be able to turn my head and I'll yep. reduce the armor to do that. And so. again, I feel like this is, and I guess maybe I'm not being completely fair because when I think about this is second year, so mm-hmm. he's done it for a year, you know, you get to work out those bugs and the kinks, but I just feel like the, the level of that suit, it was very advanced. It was like, I feel okay. like that's a, a third to fourth year. Yeah. So you think they should have showed a little more evolution? Correct. That, you so, know, they maybe tone it down a little bit. I forgot about one thing. What did you yeah. think about the chest symbol? I was fine with it. Okay. I was fine with it. Uh, the only bad for me, I liked it. I liked the fact that he could take it off and it mm-hmm. blades, but it's obvious that the barrels of the gun are there, and they don't explain that to the audience at all. They don't, for one, tell him what that gun is, what that's supposed to symbolize for him. And leading up to the film, there was a lot of chatter online about what Matt Reeves has said, what that was supposed to be, but they don't tell you that in the movie at all. It's supposed to be the gun that killed his parents, and he so, remakes yeah. it into the bat symbol, which is a great story point, but they don't highlight that at all in the film. So, so that's bad for me. I think they should have at least had a line of dialogue to talk about that. I actually like that they didn't say anything about it okay. because not everything needs to be revealed about everything. Okay. Um, and, and also, the funny thing is when the first reveal of the suit came out, um, I saw a lot of people mentioning that. Yeah, because it's all bathed in red in that first reveal that Reeves sent out or whatever. But I didn't see anything early on from mm-hmm. Reeves about you know, the symbolization behind the symbol. I actually saw a lot of fan theory on that being the mm-hmm. case, being, you know, the gun. Um, but I like that they didn't get into it because it's like, honestly, we get it. We know. Mm-hmm. Now, again, that's a little bit, you know, a deeper cut. But like I said, not everything needs to be revealed. Sometimes it's okay to mm-hmm. leave something to the imagination. Yes, we know because, you know, we know. Yeah. Others may not know, and that's fine. If they don't know, you don't know. And that in, in and of itself, the gun being part of that is a great reveal, is a great nod to the original Year 2 comic from the 80s because mm-hmm. in the Year 2, he has the gun, and he use, he's the whole premise of Year 2 is trying to figure out in the comic as to whether he's going to continue on as Batman with a gun or not, and he makes his decision by the end of the story when he's um, originally going after Joe Chill. I think... Um, Kind of the way I look at it is this way. For those that know, you get it. Mm-hmm. Those that don't, you don't. It's an Easter egg. Yeah, that, that's, that, yeah, it ends up being a true Easter egg because they don't talk about it at all in the movie. Yeah. It's just there. Um, but yeah, my bad is really only only the costume okay. being that evolved, that 
that early on. I still love the costume. Yeah. I, I like everything what about it. What did you think it. about the squirrel suit? Like that evolution towards he's okay. not quite there I, yet. I forgot. I forgot yeah. about that. And yeah. I, I didn't hate it. I know. But like, I thought it was a Adam, little. I talked to yeah. Adam uh, for a, a few minutes after he first saw it with his family later on in the week. Yeah. And he, he mentioned that as a problem he didn't like. But I was like, to me, that's his early attempt at being able to make the gliding flight suit. And it's the squirrel suit actually exists in real life. So it makes yeah. sense that he would go with something like that first. And it, it's it. I liked how they f- showed how much he fucked up when he tried to fly with it the first time. Yeah. Like he almost kills himself hitting a bus or whatever because he doesn't know what he's doing yet. I love shit like that. It's great. And I love the fact oh. that he showed a slight bit of hesitation when he gets to the rooftop evading yeah. the cops. He's like, mm-hmm. shit, what am I doing? Okay, let's go. They're about to get me. I have to. I, it's, yeah. I had time to pull the trigger. And he just jumps. Yeah, I mean. That was a great like human yeah. moment for him. And I like shit like that because, yeah. you know, we see so many Batman films where yeah, it's where he's, Batman. He's near superhuman in a lot yeah. of shit. And but this, a lot of this, he was he was very human because he was getting mm-hmm. the shit kicked out of him. Yeah. Probably because he didn't bulk up, bitch. Um, <laughs> That's, um, yeah, when you compare him with Bale, like Bale goes so over the top with yeah, what he does I mean, to prep. He's so method. He's but, a fucking yeah. sociopath, though. I mean, this was great for American Psycho. It was like, oh my God. Did look, you hear it with Paul Dan? They were talking about it on after the movie came out, but Paul Dan like wrapping himself in saran wrap and shit. Just to prep for the Riddler role. Okay. He went full meta. He went full method. All right. So, um, not necessary. But okay, I get it. Cool. I, I love the performance. Yeah. Probably didn't need to do that. It would have still been good. Yeah. Um, I, I would have never known. It's funny. He, I think he was on Kimmel or something. He was joking about doing it. He was like, yeah, so for all you cosplayers who are super uh, into it, you could probably skip the saran rep bit that I did. It was a, it was a mistake. <laughs> um, Like, the... Hold on, so I'm trying to prep the fights over here. Um, I think the thing is too with the costume, like the the squirrel squirrel suit. I didn't hate it. I thought it was it just it felt weird, but I mean it was it was placed perfectly. Mm-hmm. It's there was something about it that was a little odd to me. But I think like again, this is the the that now that looks like. Some year two type shit. Like mm-hmm. you're yeah, evolving. He's, still evolving. he's like, yep. okay, I'm, this is what I get. This is yeah. all I got for right now. Yeah, he's definitely we'll doesn't have out. like a final thing that he's gonna use. Um, and then like I said with the music and then the boots. I like mm-hmm. the heavy boots. But like I said, like I, I love the suit altogether. Mm-hmm. It's just little. Like like I said, it felt like it was a little too early for that high tech of a suit. Okay. Um. But yeah, the Catwoman. I, I and like I, the boots because they reminded me of Michelle Pfeiffer, but I just didn't like the mask that much. But yeah, uh, the the cat Catwoman outfit, the suit and everything. This, this like her attire was fine. The mask, I mean. But again, evolution is the growth, mm-hmm. so not a big deal. Um, let's real quick jump into the ugly, and then um, kind of move from there. So the only other thing I had was at the end they cram in the Joker, and I disagree with them with them doing that. Um, I, I guess I understand why he did it to show uh, how big Arkham is and that. It's and it's, it was the guy from Eternals. I forget which character he was playing, but he was the guy who could um, uh, make mental suggestions to other people in Eternals. That actor, he's a good actor, and it, I'd be cool to see him as Joker. I think he'd do a good job, but I didn't need it here. I think that was it. Felt more like a cram in rather than a necessary thing. I agree. Okay, and and that and he's not called the Joker. He's an unnamed inmate, but it's obvious who it's you supposed know who to he be. Is. Yeah. I mean, even based on dialogue, calling a clown and everything, it's like, okay, he's obviously supposed to be the Joker. Um, that that would be my ugly. And similar reasons, but also the reason why I think it's an ugly, <sighs> quit trying to force feed us Joker. Yeah. We we don't need another Joker. It, it's the same thing with like X-Men with them always giving a Magneto, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. or Spider-Man right. always yeah. getting Green Goblin. It's like, just let, let it be. Because uh, I mean... 1989, we had Joker. We didn't get another Joker until 08. That was a that was a good run, yep. considering how many Batman movies we had in between that. Mm-hmm. A good run, solid run. I enjoyed it, and now we get Heath Ledger's Joker. He nailed it. Some would even say he killed it. <laughs> but now all they want to do is like, oh, we got let's we got to cash in on that Joker. Let's make a Joker solo movie. Let's yeah. bring in Jared Leto as Joker. He won they an did Oscar. Like two different versions of the Joker in the Gotham show. Which yeah, yeah. Totally it's ridiculous. like enough with the Joker. No, don't get me wrong. He's the cash cow for the villains, but I don't need him. It when I mean, that's the thing. There's there's other villains that you can prop up yeah. and and make 
into something. Joker's just easy, sellable. Everybody recognizes the Joker. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, don't get me wrong. I would be excited to kind of get some form of a uh, war of jokes and riddles with those oh, two. Between, yeah, because it shows that they have a, like a, a blossoming friendship between yes. two of them that could easily go south, obviously, because they're both mentally unstable. <laughs> <laughs> My kind of friendship, son. <laughs> but um, but the thing is, I, I just feel like it's not necessary. We We didn't need... We, we didn't need the Joker then and there. We didn't even need any kind of mention mm-hmm. at all. You know, they kind of, they could have just, you know, because they're in Arkham, they could have dropped a second movie yeah. and kind of played from there. And and I think that's an even bigger sell because, yes, you, you do that hint. Now people are anticipating another movie with Joker in there somewhere. Yeah. I like the element of surprise. Just and drop now that, that they mentioned they're going to do an Arkham show, do people are going to expect yeah. Joker to be in there. And there doesn't need to be a Joker in the Arkham show. You have... Like thirty villains or potential villains you could put in the Arkham show, they're way lesser, less popular. That would be that deserve a little bit of a spotlight. Yeah, I would prefer that they did Arkham and not even you know. Yeah, you can mention him, but we don't need him on screen. We don't. He's need already an arc. the superstar that people expect. You can do a yeah. lot of other stuff. But also, what you'll get with introducing the Joker is criticism. Yeah. Heavy criticisms because no one's going to be as good as Heath Ledger. That's always going to be the argument. And it's mm-hmm. like, okay, well, yeah, maybe you're right. Like Jared Leto came in and he did something completely different. People clown on him all the time for it. And he was just trying to be. I liked he, his Joker. I didn't mind it, but I can see why people didn't like it. Yeah. But he was trying to do something completely so, different from, from Ledger. I think with what people also probably didn't like about his Joker is like all the, the rumors about the onset chaos that he was causing too yeah that's true it's like you're you're he's trying being, too hard yeah he's known for being a, an oddball on set and harassing um, his, co-work, his co-workers so it's like wouldn't work good for him and me because i fucking hit him he's fucking sent me a rat in the he's mail he's a great he's a great actor i'm excited no, i love that Morbius, dude but he's definitely a weird dude i love that dude I, I, i'm a big fan and you know despite bobby saying 30 seconds of mars is okay i, I really like 30 i like seconds 30 seconds of mars. mars i've seen i've seen them live a couple times i, w- I wouldn't go that far relax phil sorry yeah, I, i've been a like, fan of their band for a while like, so. I, so so have i mm-hmm. it's not a competition though <laughs> <laughs> um but no i like i don't know that we necessarily need a, another joker so soon Definitely i mean not. the yeah. batman's rogue rogues gallery is huge yeah it's one of the biggest in the comics and one of the best yeah. known it's probably the yeah, best known i think it's the best yeah. like um but the thing is, you know, that that's one of my uglies, I think. Um, that's basically the only ugly I had. It, it felt crammed. It not only did I did not need Joker, but it felt crammed at the end. I don't yeah. it's like your movie is long. You have a good a good run through here. I don't need you to do that at the end. I mean, yeah, we had a good send off. Mm-hmm. Like you could have left that alone. Um, and then my other ugly, um, it's not really. It's like the, the everything inside, um, you know, with the flooding and everything. That, oh, oh, the but, flooding of the city. That um, was an interesting story tactic. So, no, no, that that was fine. The flooding uh-huh. of the city is like, you know, I guess um, wherever they were, uh, Gotham Square Garden. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of th- that felt just a little undercooked. Oh, that part of the story at the very end? Yes. Okay. Um, it was still fine enough. Uh, you know, I, I was okay with it. But like just watching, it felt like, it, it didn't take me out, but it was one of those things where it was like, I could do without this. Like the flood and, you know, the, the, I just felt like there's something different that could have been done there. Don't ask me what, because I'm not a director. I'm not I'm not Matt Reeves. What did you think of him helping the, the National Guard military when they came in at the end? Because that was a point Adam brought up that I hadn't thought of. I didn't mind it when I saw it, but Adam's like, that felt a little too early for him to be doing it. He's yes. definitely a vigilante. He's helped Gordon. Gordon's helped him. But how is he helping the National Guard without getting arrested? Correct. He's like, and that's a that was a good point that I hadn't thought of. He's like, maybe if this was like a third film and you already had that status of being, like people identify you as a hero because it was clear in this film that people didn't trust him at yeah. all. Even the average person on the street was like, don't hurt me after he, he just saved you. Yeah, yeah. Um, the National Guard thing did feel a little kind of kind of early for that, yeah. considering you were just you know. Uh, breaking out a police station and yeah. it's like cops are we're definitely chasing his ass. Now. <laughs> um, I rewatched Scream last night. Uh-huh. I enjoyed it again. The original? No, well, no, I always watch that shit. <laughs> no, the new because it's called Scream. Uh, oh, but it's, the new it's, one just went to digital, right? Yeah. Uh. Um, uh, it, it's I call it Scream Five. Fuck them. Yeah. But I, I just watched yeah, that. Just called Scream. And yeah, then at the end of it all, mm-hmm. um, 
everything was like all hunky dory and everything after they just got done killing people mm-hmm. and the broad who just got done killing the killer they just let homegirl walk yeah so, no she'd be on trial nah, or something. that she, bitch would be in cuffs yeah but nah homegirl you know got to ride in the ambulance you know mm-hmm. you know with the other chick and it's like so that's what we doing now <laughs> yeah y'all just let be either under questioning or investigation there's no way she'd just be y'all just letting killers walk because <laughs> let me tell you i mean i guess i guess that's what we do because bill cosby's out there running free too oj's running free <laughs> so oh, you let this broad run free too i mean check your privilege honey um <laughs> the system anyone um, i mean bill cosby black oj black this chick hispanic i mean Stuff I think white Bobby dudes. mentioned it on Nerd Rage <laughs> that Cosby actually did what you would hope a regular person could do and work the system and win, except he's one person we didn't want out. <laughs> yeah, that's... he's a monster. <laughs> you fucking horrible human. But then you want to ask But he actually me. worked the system the way it's supposed to be worked, and he won, which is what you hope people can do, but not him in this case. <laughs> not to make this a Bill Cosby episode yet, but I haven't watched the documentary yet. He said it was good. But one of the, oh, it's only on Showtime, right? Magic. Yeah, I don't have Showtime. It's access, neither do I. Not anymore. I just canceled. Oh, you just, it. I canceled so right after. You watched after. it though. Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, what was your, did you like it? Loved it. It, it was well done. Very okay. well done. Because it wasn't like attack this dude, attack this dude, attack this dude. Okay. No, it was showing the good that he's done. Yeah, because he's done a lot for black culture. Yeah. Yeah. It it, it, it showed the rise and the fall. Yeah. Okay. And and I think That's that a is arc. a very very fair to do the show how this guy started off how this guy reached the heights mm-hmm. how to, you thought this guy was down and out and then boom he comes back with the cosby show and then how that ended and then they were coming back they came back with another show after the cosby show ended mm-hmm. you know it, it showed the peaks and the valleys mm-hmm. and meanwhile while all these things are going on peppered in there is like also these allegations came up they but they're kind of swept under the rug for years and years and yep. years and now it finally blew a wide open in the, but the thing that got me about times. all the cosby stuff and after he got out People are acting like, you know, free, you know, freedom, you know, justice for Cosby. It's like, no, he's a rapist. <laughs> There's no justice for Cosby. He's no, a rapist. He got out on a technicality. And then when people are like, well, you know, it's, you know, beyond the Statue of Libertation. It's like, yeah, that doesn't mean he's not a rapist. It still happened. It just yeah. happened outside that window of these made up, you know, things. He's still a rapist. That's bad. Yeah. Rapist is bad. Just like Freddy Krueger. He's a, he's, he's a pedophile. That's bad. Uh-huh. But like, why are we, we're making this guy seem like he's charming. He's not. He's a bad guy. Bad guys are bad. He's like Joker. He's a bad guy. Yeah. Joker is abusive to Harley. That's terrible. But girls are like, oh my god, I want to romance like those two. Yeah, like, no, you don't. No, you don't. You're gonna get your ass beat all the time. Yeah, and he's and, not gonna care about you at all. And then he's gonna go out and fuck some other chick. And he'd be like, <laughs> what, like, why are you mad? Like, what? what? Harley so, looks sexy and she's a strong, independent woman, but she's in an abusive relationship for yeah. years. She, she, I mean, it's like she's a basket case. Yeah, you think? <laughs> like, look who she's fucking. You know, attached to that fucking lunatic. He drives anyone crazy. He drives me crazy as a fan. Um, but but yeah, like back, back to our regular schedule show. But yeah, um, so that was your ugly, basically. Yeah, like uh, the whole uh, Gotham Square Garden, and then cramming Joker in there. And the thing with Gotham Square Garden, I don't think it's completely ugly. I just felt like I don't. One know. thing I did love about that is when he shows the mayor and everybody else who's still afraid of him at the very end when he nixes the electricity in the water so people can pass through it. Mm-hmm. He goes over them and physically helps them out. Yeah. And he shows that I'm not evil. I'm here to help. I'm actually here to help you. So, and, and that, that, that is, was, that was a cool scene where he reaches out to the, the new mayor incumbent, the lady and reaches out his hand and said, take my hand. He didn't say take my hand. Yeah, but plus, you know, you, you get I'm going to help you out. And, and that was a good, that, that was, was a shining great, moment of yeah, that. Scene. Um, and, but then that also goes back to the whole National Guard thing because just because mm-hmm. they saw you helping, like us as an audience sees mm-hmm. it, but now we're to believe that, oh, everyone knows that this guy is on your side. Now, no, you still have people that are like, no, that's a vigilante. Shoot that motherfucker mm-hmm. in the head. So the only the other bad thing I can think of that I just thought of is with the electricity in the water. Yeah, it, yeah. That, that, that doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like when that electric zaps – all those people would have been instantly dead. I was, I was hoping. <laughs> there, there was not going to be... You'd have bodies floating in the water in basically 30 seconds. That would have been the perfect... It would have been a 10 out and of 10. And he cuts the electricity, and then he still reaches out to the mayor, who all those people were still in the water. They would have all been dead. That that it visibly doesn't make sense story-wise. It looks cool on film, but all... You would have had, like, what, maybe uh, like a thousand ca- ca- casualties 
in the span of 30 seconds because that electricity kind of instantly goes to the that water. that I love. <laughs> That's, like, it doesn't make sense for the movie. The uh, more, the better. They could, they could have shown a little bit of something else, the camera angle or something to show that those people maybe weren't in the water right away. But when he reaches out, those people had already been in the water. They would have been dead too. <laughs> I would have walked out of there with the biggest smile on my face. We were like, oh my God, like, we're so depressed. Yeah, like, that was you're, beautiful. You're too late. Those people were already shocked to death. That's why he's the bad guy. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, that's our good, bad, ugly. Those are our scores. Uh, we got a little bit of time to kind of talk what, on this. Curious, one. just some curiosity questions. What do you think of the story changes, like the the story behind Arkham? I liked it. I like the fact that his it shows that uh, Bruce's parents, who were traditionally have been shown as perfect people, weren't necessarily perfect. It no. show, it went into the story of how his dad screwed up, realized he screwed up. And was trying to seek redemption before he, and that's why he, the parents end up getting killed. Reaches more into the mom, which is rarely ever talked about in the book. Mm-hmm. Usually his dad is talked about more in the comics. Yeah. His mom is technically an Arkham. That's never been a story point before, before to my knowledge. His mom has never been an Arkham. It well, was mentioned Arkham. in New 52. Was but it, it? Oh, so that's a newer thing. That's um, what I yeah, about. yeah. Um, so, so, so she was part of the Arkham family in New 52. Yep. Okay. Um, so the thing with that too. Was he, that... Did, Did that he, involve the 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 out court of owl stuff? Or was that um, before that? I because I get the confused sometimes. I can't remember, um, but it, it was in one of the story. It may have been the court of owls. Okay, but I can't fully remember because you know me. Seven pages in, mm-hmm. I'm done. Actually, no. I, I, I never read all. That I stuff. did actually read all of court of owls. I read all of zero year. I read mm-hmm. all of uh, um, death death of the family. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, good stories. But, you know, what I liked about all of that, though, too, with, you know, changing the stories, it humanized them. Mm-hmm. It humanized the Waynes. It made them, you know, they're, they're not perfect. Yeah. They fuck up. Because all this time, you always get these stories of, like, you know, Thomas Wayne being this great man, you know. And, and he was. Mm-hmm. But great men also fuck up. And that's part of the greatness, though. You it's fuck up and they, you bounce back. Yeah, it showed that Tom, when Alfred finally explains to Bruce... When even though he's in a hospital bed, he he explains to uh, Bruce that hey, here's what really happened. You're angry at me, but this is what really happened. Your dad realized you fucked up and was going to go to the cops and say, "I don't care about my mayoral run. You can arrest me. You need to get rid of um, Falcone." Yeah, and that's why Falcone went after him. Um, I I, I really did enjoy just those, those elements of the story. Just it, it again. It, it added new life to it. Yep. It doesn't feel just like the plain old, like, you know, good versus bad. You know, yeah. good it's has not, a little bit white, of, a little bit of so mud black to and it. White. Like his mom had, like Martha had um, health, mental health issues early in life. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, and them touching on that even, that was that's huge. It was also interesting having Selena be Falcone's daughter. Which yes. I don't, has that been done before? I don't think so. Not. To, that was new to me. I was like, oh, that's it, an interesting twist. I want to say maybe because even in but, even in the original know. Miller for year one so. where she's going after Falcone, because in the original year one Miller comics she's going after Falcone by the end of the book, and it doesn't imply that she's his daughter at all. I, I you know I'm saying like I feel like I maybe read something like that, but I I also just that was new to, that I was new to me. It, it, if 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 anything is New Fifty Two because that's the bulk of my knowledge with a lot of this is okay. New Fifty Two. You know, when New Fifty Two hit, that's kind of when I picked up DC. It was like, okay, I can gotcha. jump on yeah. board now. Yeah, it was a good jumping on point. But um, I did like that. I it, overall with this movie, everything that they did, I enjoyed in terms of story. Mm-hmm. Um, the Joker part was a little, eh, you know, again the uh, Gotham Square Garden. It was sloppy, but it wasn't something I was like, oh, this is bad for the story. No, it was just a little sloppy. And, you know, again, when you got a long ass movie like this, you do probably get to a point where you're like, look, let's just get this shit done. <laughs> you know, well, what, what do you mean? Especially fucking... since they were filming around COVID. They stopped filming yeah. for a while and had to come back to it. Yeah. So, I mean, it, and, and for, for all that, turned out great. Uh-huh. Um, you know. I like the fact that I got the total John Doe 7 vibe when they're going through mm-hmm. Riddler's uh, little uh, hideaway. It was yeah. very much like when the cops in 7 go through John Doe's hideout. Yeah. Um, notebooks and everything. I was just talking about the trailer for 7 because I like to go back and watch old trailers uh-huh. because it's just interesting to kind of compare things 
then versus now talking about people's attention spans because Mm, if you give us a trailer now you don't give us a lot of detail people like i don't want to see that because i don't know what's about yeah and back in the 90s they didn't give you a lot of detail because that was the point of the trailer if you watch the trailer for seven you know nothing except for it's going to revolve around seven deadly sins Mm -hmm. you don't know kevin spacey's in it yeah you don't know um the relationship between somerset and mills you don't know it's it's a fucking mystery and then it's a big mystery box film you watch the movie and even when you go into the movie the opening credits you see kevin spacey's name but you still because he yeah. wasn't a huge star yeah, he so wasn't you don't hugely know. known at the time you know like, you're did, not connected did that come out before or after usual suspects after okay because usual suspects was kind of where i i discovered him it's like oh yeah um uh, Usual Suspects was 94. Okay. 93 or 94. And then 7, I want to say it was 96, 97. Um, but the thing is, you see the name Kevin Spacey, but again, you don't think about it. You don't connect. You just keep going and let the mm-hmm. movie happen. Um, you know, there's a, you know, a time where you can watch a movie trailer and not anticipate mm-hmm. something. Yeah. Now you see a trailer, they show you so goddamn much that like, now you're looking for certain scenes because yeah. like, uh, was mm-hmm. the, the, the departed. Um, you know, at the end with the elevator opening. Oh, yeah. I knew it was coming yeah. because I was like, there's one well, scene that I, I didn't get to see, and it was of this specific thing. As soon as the elevator opened, that was the clip from the and, trailer. And even with this one, the, the, the scene you're anticipating is where Riddler, from the trailer, quote-unquote, gives away that Batman is Bruce Wayne to an unknown amount of audience. And they totally... That was one good thing they did. They totally switched that around. And it's totally edited to look like that in the trailer. And it's not like that in the movie at all. And I like it. Although I didn't see. So I only watched the very first trailer. Mm-hmm. I didn't check out another trailer after. Um, so I don't, you know, and even with that, it was just kind of like a quick once over, like, let's look at it and go. So what do you think of, from the movie dialogue, do you think he knows Wayne is Batman? Because I still, no. I still argue that he might, but it's, he didn't, he didn't give it away. I think that he it's one of those things where i don't think he knows i don't think he it is kind of like that he's like finger pointing at everyone mm-hmm. and he he drops some hints as if he thinks it is he's trying to connect the dots mm-hmm. he's like this could be him this might be him mm-hmm. but he's not so sure so he may be knocking on the door but he hasn't opened it yet so I think that's where they kind of left it. Where it's like, and then you know, in the interrogation uh, dialogue back and forth, then you get this one. It's like he doesn't know. Yeah, not really. So it's like he's pro- he he's wondering, he's trying to figure it out because he sees himself as kind of Batman's equal. Yes, and that they were supposed to re- peel the the wool off of everybody's eyes about the truth about the city. Correct. So. And and he counts Bruce Wayne as one of the ones that they're yeah. trying to take down. And, um, that's something that it, it, those types of things bug me when it's a matter of like the sins of the father. Mm-hmm. I don't like stuff like that. It's like, okay. like why, you know, I get where he's coming from. But it's like, you know, Bruce Wayne, you're part of the problem too, you know, cause your father did this. So it trickles down. He was like, eh, I mean, I did like how they switched around the Elliot name from being a, a fellow surgeon to being the newspaper reporter and, uh, implying a possible origin for hush. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Yep. Because yep. originally Thomas Ella is supposed to be a fellow surgeon to his dad, mm-hmm. or um, and he's well Thomas is supposed to be Wayne's childhood friend, and yeah. now instead it's the reporter, it's the sleazy reporter that Wayne, okay yeah getting yep. taken out. Um, and you know I mean you know they drop little breadcrumbs. Mm-hmm. That, was a, that was a good breadcrumb. They where you either know up. or you don't. They could set that yeah. up. They could set up. And um, I, like, who would you like to see? I think Hush would be a great villain to do on film that has never been done before. I think that'd be a fun story to go to. I mean, Batman has so much. Yeah, so that was my so question go for you. To. Who would you like to see in in upcoming stuff as, as like a villain character? Or an oh, as far as a, a villain, yeah, I think Hush would be really cool to see. Hush, I would like to see Court of Owls. Yeah, Court of Owls would be um, the other thing, especially I think since they've already implied so much about the city itself. Those two are my my because they could do the Talon. And honestly, I feel like what they could do, they could still you know do your shit like with this movie. This movie has so many layers, mm-hmm. so. You know, um, you know, you got one villain that's kind of, you know, running the whole show, but you got other mm-hmm. villains here peppered in, you know, that are villains for completely different reasons. You know, like when you look at uh, Batman Forever, you got the two villains working together. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and it was just kind of like, you know, but that was nineties. That was, you know, old school, you know, comic book movies, you know, all the villains are working together because we're villains. Mm-hmm. Whereas this one, they're villains, but for completely different reasons yeah. for being villains. And I, I like that you can keep that theme going into mm-hmm. a second film where you can bring in Hush, you can bring in Court of Owls. I'd like to see a slow arc Harvey Dent now that the DA slot has been open. You yeah. can pull in Harvey as a, as a DA and then have him slowly evolve. I mean, you've got time now. And, and not only that, we've seen now how these movies, how fans are patient enough to wait around for these mm-hmm. things to, you Especially know. Especially with Marvel. Like kind of yeah. cook their way through. I enjoy that ideal now, so they can definitely do, do that. Do a slow burn thing that arcs over a couple films. And I feel like over at, over at DC and Warner Brothers... Batman is the character that, and I know people hate to hear it because it's like, oh, well, you know, Batman, but that's kind of your, Superman's your, you know, your guy to kind of build around, but it's like, but if you really, really want to build around without a whole lot of controversy. Batman's the one that always makes money. Yeah. Start with Batman and kind of branch out from Mm -hmm. there. Because we saw what happened with Man of Steel, which I love that movie, but so many people hated the change because they're like, oh, you know, wham, 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 this and wham, 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 that. And it's like, shut the fuck up. Like, all y'all do is complain. Man of Steel set some cool stuff up that they never readdressed because they never made a second film. Yeah, and, and so. but again, I loved mm-hmm. it. And, you know, yeah, if they made a second one, I'd love that too. But the thing is, so many people whine about so many different things. It's like, can you just go play in traffic, dude? I don't know what to tell you. But it's just, you know, you can start things off yeah. with Batman with very little resistance mm-hmm. and like i said branch out from there so i'd be interested to see you know because it's going to make specific money characters that you'd want to see or I, I have a couple of that i'm not so like that's the thing i'm not into that game because yeah. I, I don't like to you know it'd be nice to see things mm-hmm. but i don't want to get myself into a hope or yeah, what yeah. i want because And don't get me wrong, it's like, it'd be nice to see certain characters done a certain way, but I also don't subscribe to the idea of like, I want to see this, and if I don't see this, I won't be happy about it. I'm in for anything, basically. But, But, but like, general public gets that way, though. Yeah, yeah, I get it. You know, like, the new Alien stuff was announced. And, you know, I've heard people say, well, you know, they better not mess up Alien or if they do yeah, this the Alien. Yeah, the miniseries that's going to be in Hulu. Right? And it's like, you know what? Shut up. Like, you don't own these properties. You're a fan. Just stay being a fan. And if you don't want to be a fan after it, then don't be a fan. But, you know, at the end of the day, shit's going to move on without us. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. Sometimes a fan might walk. And yeah. it's like, oh, my God. But that's the thing. The way that they do things, you may lose one set of fans, but you're going to pick up another set. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's enough media out there for people to, you know, there's enough fans to pick up on media. And there's enough media for fans to go pick up on something else. Um, as far as, like, wanting to see anything specific with Batman, as much as I like Batman, I don't have ties to Batman where I'm like, I have mm-hmm. to see this or I have to see that. Um, I was happy to see Bane. You know, on screen, mm-hmm. you know, besides in fucking Batman and Robin. Yeah. Um, I like to, you know, I like to see a revisit to Poison Ivy. Yeah, I was going to say Poison Ivy and Freeze as more, done as more serious characters I'd yeah. like to see. Because they're, because Freeze is a great tragic character. Yeah. And yeah. the other ca- tragic character that I think would be cool to see would be a man bat. It'd be totally off the wall. For yeah. Him. It's like a um, creature. You know, there, there's enough to go around. There, there's enough, um... There's enough story for you to say, okay, we don't have to rush to do this. We don't have to rush that. And then there's also enough for you to kind of layer things like they did with this movie where it could be layered and it doesn't, it doesn't get in each other's way. Like, again, with uh, uh, Batman Forever. Again, old trope, but still, mm-hmm. it felt like, you know, the story kind of got in its own way. So, you know, now you can do these stories in a slow fashion where it's like, look, we can start here. And you kind of saw it in the Dark Knight trilogy mm-hmm. where, you know, you have Batman Begins and you're starting to kind of slowly build. And then you see these characters from Batman Begins, you see them in Dark Knight. You know, then you see these characters from Dark Knight and Dark Knight uh, Rises. And, and, you know, that was kind of testing the waters for DC. And, you know, they I, I don't want to say what anyone needs to do. Because, again, I'm not a fucking writer. I'm not a director or a producer. But as a fan, I would say, you know, it'd be nice to see them kind of get back to those base uh, bases. And the other obvious one, would you – what what Robin do you think would fit well into this? Because I think they could still do a Grayson. <laughs> they could do they Grayson in this. Um, uh-huh. I, I think um, 
who is it? Jason Todd, Tim Drake. So I think Jason Todd. Uh, uh, you know, I think you could put him in here. Okay. Um, but uh, Dick Grayson, I feel like is you know kind of the more known, the obvious one mm-hmm. to go with. But um, and also, do we even need it? Yeah, that's true. We we don't necessarily need a Robin. Um, it's just as we move on with these stories, and you know, it becomes a little bit more mature, more sophisticated. You know, let's handle it that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can still tell a Nightwing story without having it completely attached to Batman. You know, saying like, okay, kind of just hint at what happened before, but you don't need to give us a full movie of it. So th- there's there's so much that they could do with this that I'd be excited to see if they do go that route. I just don't know that they will because I mm-hmm. I think when the Snyderverse was going about, the idea was they're trying to compete with Marvel mm-hmm. and they got to try to catch up to Marvel. Now I think the idea is just do your own thing mm-hmm. and don't worry about Marvel. And I think that's where they'll start pulling back. And it's like, let's not try to do it this way because then yeah. people say we're competing with Marvel. And, and like ultimately all movies are competing with each other. It's just because yeah, you're still you're competing for that ticket. Yeah. So. But and, and even with that, though, too, I mean, if you know, like it's a good time to be a nerd, oh, like yeah, a comic definitely. book nerd, because, I mean, you got all the HBO Max stuff, all the Disney Plus stuff, all the movies in the theater. And when it, when it comes to competing for the ticket sale, you're going to get like in some cases you'll get both. Yeah. Like at one point in time ago, Batman versus Superman was supposed to come out the same day as Civil War. Yeah, that's true. Guess who would have seen both of them the same day? This guy. And a lot of other people would have. Only reason I didn't go see Civil War open a weekend is because Sarah's water broke. And, and uh-huh. you know, and the fucked up thing about that, the baby wasn't born until the next day. We could have still went to the fucking movie. Oh. oh. Here comes the kid again. What you got for me, Goonie? Sorry about that. You only have to take a quick pause. My daughter brought me some artwork and I wanted to admire it. I did edit out the me admiring it. I mean... <laughs> it's just the, the audio would have been low because I pulled away from the microphone but just so y'all know I loved it it's fucking beautiful my kid's a fucking Picasso is it Picasso? Picasso? Picasso and fuck that guy and then he cut off his ear no that was Van Gogh fuck that guy too <laughs> Um, but yeah like I, I think with a lot of these stories you know just you know just, just keep it going keep it fun you know you're gonna make your money like I, that's the weird thing is like and I, I, I guess I get it it's business everybody wants to get the dollar I mean mm-hmm. but the thing is you know you're gonna fucking get it regardless it's not like it's not like it's um, what, what's a good example uh, it's not like it's chip brands you know it's yeah. like well I'm only gonna buy Ruffles Ruffles are fucking expensive dude I rarely buy them I they're, love them but they're delicious they're delicious those in Doritos are like sky high price wise they're ridiculous they're delicious though and the thing is though it's like but in that, that's kind of points like they're expensive, but they're really, really good. It's like, oh, I could go, I could go buy some Lay's over here. You know, you're only going to buy one or the other. You're not going to buy both. And that's the thing with comic book movies. Unless you're though. crazy like me, oh, yeah. flavor, I might buy both. Yeah, you're you're <laughs> you're a little unhinged. Um, but when it comes to these movies, you're going to get the dollar from from all the fan bases. It, like, it doesn't matter. Bust chills, y'all. Quit yeah. being bitches. Make good movies. <laughs> I have nothing else to add to that. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm trying to think, even with DC and anything else. Dude, I'm excited have. for DC stuff later this year. Um, I'm excited for Marvel, too, but there's DC stuff that has never been done before. Like Flashpoint? That's going to be an interesting Flashpoint, movie. Flashpoint, I'm most excited for. Like the Black Adam movie? I'm more excited to see the Justice Society in that than I am for Black Adam himself. Like, but. Black Adam's going to fall into that same pocket as uh, Shazam fell for me. I'm going to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. On Blu-ray. Okay. I'm, yeah. I'm excited for Aquaman too. Because I, I like the first one a lot. Aquaman's going to be in this pocket where <laughs> I'm going to enjoy it, but I'll try to stay awake. Because the uh, first one... I you didn't like the first one? Okay. I didn't. No, it's not that I didn't like yeah. the first one. I just fucking fell asleep. I fell asleep for two hours. I woke up and it was still an hour of that movie left. Okay. I fell asleep two hours in. I was like, holy <laughs> shit, how fucking long is this movie? Aquaman was long. Like, I took another nap. Woke up and like, holy shit, we're just getting to the credits? Like, is, is this like Dances with Wolves where it's like 12 hours long? the fuck out of here <laughs> so um i thought aquaman was fine it's just Aquaman's probably my second favorite after Man. i need to actually rewatch it i only watched it the one time because okay. i was like holy shit this fucking thing is long as fuck like get like like get like some time restraints bitch <laughs> um but yeah I'm, I'm excited to see where dc goes with 
uh-huh. anything and everything. It, it feels like there's more hype for DC films this year than Marvel. Yeah. So I, I like that, and I'm excited about that, too. So we'll see, actually, see where that goes. there's actually more DC films coming out this year than there is for Marvel. So. I, I believe so as well. I believe so as well. Um, so we're going to get ready to wrap up because we got fights on. We're about to go watch them. Guests are here. But um, Phil, as always, thank you for doing this. Uh, Thanks for having me on. Mentions, shout outs. Uh, at Nerd Ragecast on Twitter. Follow me. I didn't say where can we find you yet. <laughs> yeah, whatever. But we get the gist of it. Um, thank you everyone for listening. If you've got any questions, concerns, always reach out to me. Ultimates Podcast on Instagram. BJJ.wiki on Instagram. Um, big shout out to Armbar Attic, uh, Eric and Allie. You know the deal. I'd be, I'd be singing their pre- praises every fucking episode. Go check them out. Um, also, a uh, big shout out to my other podcast, So You Like Horror. I'm going to promote that more because I'm trying to get more ears on it. Clompton's out there too. They're cool, but not as cool as uh, So You Like Horror. We can talk about scary movies. And Phil's actually going to be on an upcoming episode for that. We're going to be, about Alien. We're going to talk it's about the awesome. Alien franchise. And um, it, it's going to be a fucking blast. It's really just going to be him and Joe talking. I'm going to be in the background talking about, man, this shit sucks. But either way, um, y'all keep listening. We're going to keep on making shows. All right. Bye. They probably said, now let me see his song.